Mr. Sheffield. Uh, uh, Miss Fine. Hello and welcome to the final episode of Oh, Mr. Sheffield Season 5. I am Shondi Pasquale here with... Tori Sheffield. That's right. And uh, if you're just tuning in, I don't know why you'd be listening to the very last episode of the season, but this is a show where we discuss The Nanny, a hit show from the 90s starring Fran Drescher. Uh, we are discussing the final episode of season five the wedding part two although as we established last week i don't think these were actually aired as a part one and part two uh but that is how hbo max has them and so uh we are beholden to our corporate overlords um uh, there th oh yes <laughs> no, no, I was just gonna say that i i can't believe we're at the end of season five and i looked We've been recording for two and a half years, so we wow, we, really, we, we watch in double time. Wow, is that true? Well, almost not. It's uh, April. We started the first one came out April twenty twenty one. Hmm, man, that's wild. And so we. Oh, yeah, because we're putting them out weekly. So I guess we're burning through them quicker than the show, which took hiatuses and mm -hmm. summers off and all that. We should have, well, we're dumb. All right, well, whatever. Anyway, listen, here we are. Uh, the last episode of the season. It's very exciting. Uh, I'm excited to get into the final season because it feels like, well, they can't play the old chestnut anymore, you know? So they... They, they're no longer allowed to play the hits. So I'm very curious to see how they fill those 22 episodes. And judging by the way this episode ends, uh, it's going to be with non-sensory. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I also want to say that I was looking through like all the episodes of this season as just like memory lane, right? Before sure. before watching this episode. A, clip show, like, a little clip show of the mind, if you will. <laughs> Isn't that just what memories are, I guess? Yeah. It's, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I, I was just like, this season had so much. And some of this felt like so long ago. I can't believe it was this season. Like, we had the Roseanne episode. We had Elton John. We had oh, yeah. a, a Ransom parody episode. Chubby oh, right. Chase in Atlantic City. We had Bryant Gumbel. We had... Whoopi Goldberg. We had Whoopi Goldberg. We had a Full Body Rash episode. Like... Like some of the stuff from the beginning, I was like, oh my gosh, if you had told me this was season four or even season three, I would have believed you. Um, so, but it was a, it was a really fun season overall. I'm really interested in some of the, like the second, the penultimate episode of the final season is called Maggie's Wedding. Mm. And I think it is fascinating that the time that happens between now and then is enough time for that girl to get married doesn't it seem like not enough time i don't know also like a sophomore in college i would yeah it's like unless there's a huge time jump it makes no sense to me i don't think it's a time jump i think she might be in college getting married oh okay we'll see we'll see we don't know i'm sure some people who have seen this recently are screaming at us um but so okay don't scream calm down how about that and then leave us alone <laughs> so, look, we're then, we're limping to a finale. Just God, give us a cut us a break. <laughs> um, but um, you since this, it sounds like this episode was really part of the last episode. Same writer uh, and same director. Um, so Peter Mark Jacobson also directing. And then remind me who who was the writer again? 
Karen, uh, Karen Lucas. Karen right. Lucas, right. Okay. Yeah. And Lucas. I'll start out by saying, and Sean and I were talking about this earlier, we were both very confused initially by the opening of this episode <sighs> because I figured it out after like kind of piecing it together and watching it twice. But the opening of this episode <sighs> takes place before all of the events of the last episode, like the wedding part one. Because in the wedding, in that part one, they keep saying like 19 hours to the wedding, like 16 hours to the wedding. And we start off here, Fran's in the same outfit as she was then, but she's saying 24 hours until the wedding. So we start off with her when she was leaving the house to go hang out with Val and her mom. Did they really do this this way? Or do you think this is the edit for like chopping it up into two? They seriously had... The, I, I don't know. All right. Oh, I mean, I guess. Like, I just can't believe they really, this is really how it plays out. They you like do what? that whole episode. And then this episode starts back at the beginning of the, before the last episode started. But then in the middle of this episode with like no real like fanfare, they like suddenly are caught back up in time. Like, I don't know. That, that seems like no. a lot for that this is- show. Such a good point. I bet you're <laughs> totally right. I bet you this scene initially was at the beginning of what we saw in the last episode. That would make so much more sense. If this was like a whole hour, then like, wouldn't it make more sense for like this scene and like, wouldn't it make more sense if this was an hour to just have it be crumbled? Yes, okay. So you're right. So maybe (laughs) maybe that's why it was so confusing. But so basically what we really established in this scene, which is going to make sense later, is that (laughs) Fran and Maxwell are horny AF for each other. And they are counting down the minutes until their wedding night. Yeah. Um, and they're like, literally friends, like her countdown's not until the wedding. It's till they're doing it after. And we also find out that their honeymoon is going to be a two month cruise. I mean, I, on, I, I Here's, got judgy. I bro, was like, dude, you have children. That's, you know, my note was two month cruise being poor sucks. <laughs> it was my first thought. I was like, oh, well, I was like, unless you're flying the kids out for like three quarters of that, that's just irresponsible. I mean, the kids are going to go stay with Maggie's husband. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, but you know, it is summer vacation. So maybe that is part of it. But so we then cut to. Fran and Val in bed in their pajamas. It's like, I you know, the, the wedding night. It, no, sorry, the night before the wedding. They've come back from their Jersey adventure. I also love their pajamas. Um, yes. Val's in uh, these coffee donut pajamas, <laughs> which were so cute. I would love those. Um, and they're just like lying on their back, staring at the ceiling, chewing gum like they're teenagers. And Val's kind of like, you know, Fran, like, this is the last time it's ever going to be like this. Just you and me lying in bed like this. And then Fran goes, God willing. <laughs> uh, and then Sylvia comes in and she's like, all right, it's time for the mother-daughter prenuptial talk. And she sort of sends Val out of the room. And then this was an incredibly sweet moment where, where Fran's like, Ma, when did you have time to do this? And she's like, Oh, uh, the day you were born. Because oh, Sylvia t- pulls out a letter. She's like, I wrote you a letter. And she's like, I wrote it the day you were born. And it's basically like, you know, this is the best day of my life. And I know the next best day is going to be your wedding day. And then she's like, when you're 21 years old. And, <laughs> and then she looks at, there's like a beat and she goes, Kennedy was in office. We were all optimistic. (laughs) Um, But then, you know, she sort of, you know, says all these nice things to Fran and they embrace. And then Sylvia goes to turn off the light. She turns around and she goes, she's like, 
good night. She's a good night, sweetie. And then we see how Sylvia sees Fran in bed, and she's just a little girl again oh, under the so covers. Sweet. I love it so much. I know, and she's like, "Good night, ma." And yeah. you just sort of see Sylvia smile. And, and, and you know, it's, oh my gosh, I loved it. I just loved like, it. I oh, loved it, was- it. I also loved her. The, the the beat right after this is Fran like rolls over to go to sleep and she turns on the TV and she's watching you hear I Love Lucy playing in the background. And then it cuts to Maxwell and he's also like laying in bed, like trying to fall asleep. Also watching I Love Lucy, so, which I'm I thought about- was so cute. I am about to hit you with a <laughs> No, don't hit me. <laughs> I have no, to hit you square across the face. No, <laughs> no, but I am going to hit you backhanded square across the face multiple times with some information that is going to blow your mind. Okay, You're so violent. <laughs> so, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot you with an information gun that's gonna blow your brain all over the wall. It's to whip you with some news. <laughs> so you are gonna be. This is gonna thrill you. Okay, so. In the original airing of this episode, and actually, I might even put this in trivia, but I just have to say it right now, so apologies if I did. In the original airing, Fran goes to sleep, like, watching I Love Lucy, and then we cut to a scene where Fran the act, like is superimposed in an episode of I Love Lucy, Aww. and they really did use, like, you know, the, the, an actual episode and it aired once on CBS for this airing, and then they never showed it again. So I, I think they might have like only had the rights for this one time. That's garbage. That's caca. So, I, but but you can go on YouTube. You just you know do Fran, I love Lucy scene, and you can see it, and it is cool. so cute. It's basically you know so it's like Fran turns on the TV. We hear the I love Lucy theme song. She goes to sleep, and then we see her in black and white in Lucy and Ricky's apartment. And, you know, basically Fran's like, Oh my gosh, Lucy, like, I can't believe it. Like I'm finally getting married. And, and Lucy, you know, whatever scene they had taken it from, she's like, Oh, it's so exciting. And then Fran is like, Oh, I feel like we, you know, we have so much in common. I'm marrying a man from a different country. You're with an accent. Like you married a man from a different country with an accent. Like he works, mine works in showbiz, your works in showbiz. And then she's like, you guys sleep in twin beds. And she's like, and that's where the similarities end. <laughs> and then they just kind of like do this, you know, the way Lucy used to like, like giddy dance and yeah. Fran does it with her. And then Aww. we cut, and that's when they cut after that to Mr. Sheffield. So this is left. 1998. It's so funny how you can place exactly why this scene exists. And it's like, this is post forced Gump, right? Everyone figured out, oh, we can insert people into old footage and make it look real because they did it so well in Forrest Gump, and now this technology is a little more readily available, and so you get stuff like this. And it's super cool. I'm very mm-hmm. excited. I'm going to watch this scene. I might watch it while you're talking. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm just kidding. Um, we'll okay. So, but- yeah. Two-month honeymoon, bananas. Um, uh, how dare they? <laughs> um, <laughs> After all that, you're still I'm still mad about it. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> we moved um, on like 10 minutes. <laughs> and then we move on to... Uh, my note here was, oh, here comes the cartoonishly evil character. (laughs) Well, no, no, not yet. Not yet. Because so when we cut back to Maxwell watching, you know, also I Love Lucy, he turns the TV off just as Niall comes in and like offers him a nightcap and kind of like a toast to his, the night before his wedding. And there was this, this line made me laugh out loud. It was, I was like, wow, the nanny has taken shots because so Mr. Sheffield, he's, 
kind of confesses to Niles that he's really nervous about his wedding night, specifically because he's like, you know, I, I'm worried I'm not going to be able to please Fran on the big night. You know, I, I've had relatively little experience and she's had so much. And then he's like, she's been with an Italian. <laughs> and then Niles goes, oh, sir, that was five years ago. Believe me, she's so ready. Even an Englishman will please her. <laughs> and then they toast to that. Yeah. <laughs> I just was like, That's oh, it's so, so funny. The idea of these two Englishmen, like, they're like, yeah, this is just this, this, it is what it is. Like we're yep. bad in bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then, I thought that was very funny. Yeah, um, it was very funny. Well, it's, I think it's, um, I'm kind of bummed out. I like, I think it sucks that like so much gets, so I, I, I dug a little bit deeper into it and this definitely was aired as a full hour and then it was chopped up for syndication. So it's not HBO max didn't do this, but syndication uh, did do this. They like chopped it up, added a new, like, uh, uh, uh what do you call it? Credits mm. onto it and stuff. I, I can't figure out if they like reordered things or not. That is not clear, but judging by the fact that they like cut whole scenes out and stuff, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Either. Yeah. That makes total sense. Ba just based on how confusing that first scene was, it, it would <clears throat> yeah. make, yeah, that's probably, I would bet money. Mm -hmm. um, well, then we cut to the actual morning of the wedding. Fran is getting ready with her bridal party. So it's like, you know, it's Maggie, Gracie, Val, and she is just amped up with nerves um, to the point where like Val says she forgot to bring something blue and Fran literally starts to strangle her. And she's <laughs> like, I can't get married without something blue. And Gracie's like, you're choking her. And she's like, well, at least then I'll have something blue. <laughs> and then there's Everyone looks great here, by the way. Like um, even Val looks in, like stunning. Yes. Yes. Like actually, I was going to say like the wedding makeup was gorgeous and it yeah. Fran's wearing a different look than she often wears. It's like softer. It's more like sort of pinks. And like um, peaches, like not yep. the red. And it, it was so nice. Yep. Um, and there's a knock on the door and Fran instantly goes, class it up. It might be someone from his side. And so everybody <laughs> like instantly stops fighting. And it turns out it's Maxwell's sister, Jocelyn, who we have established is a biznatch now. Sweeping into the room like a Disney villain. <laughs> yes. And so the others clear out. And again, I just wrote, she's so much meaner than we first saw her. That's so sad. Um, and she very passively aggressively starts alluding to the fact that their mother hates Fran. And, you know, which Fran did not know. And Fran didn't even know that the mother wasn't coming because Maxwell had like decided to, you know, kindly keep that from her. And <laughs> Fran's like, what? She she doesn't like me? And then Jocelyn's like, oh, well, you know, like she also hated Lester. And now she now she loves him, but that's probably just because we're getting a divorce. And <laughs> and Fran's like, what? Like you you guys are getting divorced? And Jocelyn's like, oh yes, like turns out mommy was right. Classes can't mix. And she sort of reveals that it turned out she and Lester actually had nothing in common. And they, you know, she became incredibly bored with him. And, um, and then she's like, oh, but you know, it'll be completely different with you and Maxwell. Lester's family was completely classless. Cue Sylvia running in going, oi, where's the can? I took a, di a diuretic instead of a Tylenol. And then she runs into the other room. Stupid. But, so this was like a very mean thing to say to Fran. It's so mean. It's like, I don't know. I, I felt it was like cartoonishly evil. <laughs> it's like, why would she say this to her? Like, why do this to someone on their wedding day? This, I, it's, it's so manipulative and 
Yeah. I mean, I guess because she's bitter about her own life. Yeah. She's and sad. We then she's cut sad to lady. Sad lady. I want to hug she had, her. She had pretty hair though. Sad lady, pretty hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> we cut to the wedding. And <laughs> wow, I'm really, I'm really shocked and grateful that people stick with this podcast sometimes <laughs> for these keen observations. Um, sad but- lady, pretty hair. <laughs> We got to the wedding. Deep it dive is, with Sean Tori. Yeah. <laughs> the wedding is in the friggin' Metropolitan Museum of Art. Like, he, like it's could, ridiculous. It is. They, they cut to the exterior of it. I, I had to double check that is indeed what that building was. I mean, incredible. Um, and so everybody, you know, the the like uh, brides and bride and groomsmen are processing in to music. And it's just like this very, very ornate, um, decor. And I was literally just thinking at this moment, how bummed I am. That's how bummed I was that Cece is not there for all this. And like how funny it would be if we only got to see her reaction at the wedding. Truly no sooner did I think that did Cece, AKA Lauren Lane show up and she's dressed in all white, which is obviously a faux pas for a wedding. And I think she may have had the baby at this point, but is like on still on maternity leave, like in real life. Yeah, because, I think so. Yeah. Um, but she shows up and <laughs> she sidles up right next to Maxwell, this like in the time so between funny. when he's supposed to process in and where, you know, in the actual everything begins. And he she's like, I'm here for my wedding day. And he looks like horrified. And she's like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. She's like, I'm actually, I'm very happy for you and Fran. But then as he starts to process in the aisle, she like grabs a bow and puts it on her hair, like a white bow. So it looks like a veil. And she almost tries to like elbow her way into getting married with (laughs) marrying him. Like it's so irrational. And then, then Niall sees it and he like marches over and like grabs her by the elbow and almost like drags her into a seat. <laughs> She's like almost goes kicking and screaming, but she does submit. And um, then, you know, so now Mr. Sheffield is standing by the altar and everybody turns their heads because the music changes. And this is the moment when Fran is supposed to appear and, you know, the big reveal of the bride, but she doesn't or she doesn't appear. She doesn't arrive. Um, and there's this really long, awkward beat. And Sylvia kind of like jumps up and sort of says something like, oh, I'll be right back. Like everything's fine, you know? And then we hear her scream, I'm gonna kill her <laughs> um, off screen. <laughs> she bursts into the room and she's like, how could you leave me up there at the altar? <laughs> as, as if she's the groom. And she finds Fran Oh, and she's about to she's about to yell at Fran Moore, but then she's like, when this damn diuretic wears off, you're gonna get it. And then she runs off screen again. And then Maxwell shows up and he's just like, um, darling, like, did you check your day planner? Um, we're supposed to get married right now. <laughs> and and she's like sobbing and she's just like, the wedding is off. It's clearly not gonna happen. And he's like, What are you talking about? And she's like, you know, I talked to your sister, Jocelyn, and, you know, you, I, you're so sophisticated. And, you know, I'm just the poor schlub who works for you. It's never going to work. And then he goes, oh, darling, I mean, you never really work. And she's like, this is not a time for jokes. Like, you're going to get bored with me. And, like, you know, it's you're never going to get over the fact that your mother hates me. And she's literally, like, doing that thing. It's very Lucille Ball. Where it's like, it's very funny. And he, he, like, sits next to her and he takes her hands in his and he and he's like you know I, 
I won't get bored with you. And he, and, and he's like, do you, do you maybe want to hear all the reasons I love you? Or do you want, you know, all the reasons I know I'm going to love you forever. And she's like, it might help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he goes, he goes, he goes, I know that I'm going to love you forever. What do I have to do to prove it to you? And she goes, a few examples would be nice, <laughs> which I thought was really cute. Yes. <laughs> a few examples. And then he yes. gives her examples. It's very adorable. Yes, it's very adorable. You know, he's basically, he's like, I love your humor. I love that you make me laugh. I love how passionate you are. Um, I And he's like, I love your zest for life. And then he's like, and I love the way you love. Like with all your heart and soul. And he's like, you know, you blew into our lives five years ago, like a whirlwind and you made us feel alive again. Um, and for that alone, I'll love you forever. And it was just like, oh, and yeah. then she goes, you don't think I'm pretty. <laughs> Very funny. And even she knows it's kind of a funny comment. Yeah. They both laugh. It's cute. Yeah. It was a beautiful moment. I yeah. loved it. It was, it was so, and it was the kind of thing where I have to admit, like skipping ahead a little, I was, I was a little disappointed by the very last scene because everything else in this episode was so gorgeous and perfect. Same, same. Uh, We'll talk about it when we get there. I have a lot of complaints. But but again, so many amazing things. Um, And then we cut to the moment where Fran actually does walk down the aisle. And this is the first time we get to see her in her wedding gown because she was in sort of the like pre, like the sort of the bridal robe or whatever before. Look, I I got... I might be biased, but I got to say, I think my wedding was better. Well, they're so different. I mean, they're just completely different because I wrote, first of all, she has the largest bouquet I've ever seen a human hold. <laughs> she <laughs> it does. It was a huge bouquet. I couldn't believe it, but it was gorgeous, but it was just huge. And then mm-hmm. she doesn't have a wedding dress. She has a wedding gown and it it yeah. is a princess gown. Like it is. And I have to say. I always say this about Fran. She often wears things where it's like, if anybody else wore the outfit, the outfit would wear them. They wouldn't wear the outfit. This is a dress that like only Fran could pull off because it, it would definitely overshadow most people wearing it. But she just looks like a beautiful princess. Like I, I, re- I at first I thought it was too much, but then I rewatched it and I was like, oh no, like for this character, it is fairy tale, right? But it's definitely not like an understated dress by any means, right? Mm-hmm. you're not you're it's not like, an, it's not i mean it's it's like a um no it, it's like princess dress is i guess the best way like to describe it yeah it seems like something uh 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 like a like a disney character would wear at the end of a movie like a magical yeah. transformation dress yes yes yeah. and it, but again on her i loved it yeah um, i mean look i think i agree i think there are some people that would look ridiculous on and you'd be like, stop, <laughs> stop it. So what are you doing? Um, but yeah, she looked, she looked great. I mean, she's very, she's got, you know, she, I don't know, man. She, um, she's and, great. I mean, here's the thing in real life. Yes. I would much prefer your wedding to her wedding. <laughs> like, like if, if I saw both weddings, I'd be like, well, obviously Sean and Liz is the one you want, but this, yep. I think because this is like, sitcom land i i didn't judge it the way i would if i was in well real life. i did <laughs> <laughs> hey i mean you just had a wedding so i feel like you of all people uh, are well positioned to be very astute about what you like and what you don't like it made me feel better about like oh see you don't need to spend all this money to have a great wedding like this doesn't, no this doesn't seem that great and sean's wedding was gorgeous um yeah, yeah. um <laughs> and so um but there yes again i mean 
again, I don't, the idea of seeing Liz holding a bouquet the size that Fran was holding, it's, <laughs> in real life, it's like, it's truly comical. <laughs> Imagine she, <laughs> we had given Elizabeth the bouquet that she couldn't see over. <laughs> I know. It's like one of those gags where someone's wearing like a giant hat kind of thing. You know? But again, when Fran is holding it, I did, it did not occur to me that it was so big until I rewatched it because she, she is, you know, Fran Drescher, Fran Fine can pull off these crazy, these crazy ass things. <laughs> but in real life, I would have been like, it would have been like truly mind boggling. <laughs> but anyway, she looked like a vision. I'm never, you know what? I'm never going to insult our, our Lord and Savior, <laughs> Fran Fine. Um, <laughs> character Fran Fine, I love her. Um, yeah, and same. the other thing then when the wedding starts, which was really cool so they're married. It's like an inter, it's a interdenominational, it's cross-denominational, is that what it's called? Wedding, where there is like yeah. a minister, a Christian minister and a Jewish rabbi, and they really spend time on the Jewish prayer. The rabbi- I loved it. I love that the cantor sings. I love that they show Hava Nagila. I loved how Jewish it all was. It made me very happy. Well, and they don't, you know, they don't play it as a joke. They really are just like, yeah. oh no, this is like a significant, important moment. And they're sort of letting- America in on, on what this looks like and, um, and really letting it, it sit a minute and sort of like with that Passover episode yeah. where they really spent some time from like TLC. I loved it. Just sitting in the moment of like Jewish tradition. Yeah. Um, and Makes letting me so world, happy. Yeah. Letting the world in on it a little bit. And then the rabbi asked if anyone objects, he was like, he's like, speak now or forever hold your peace. And Sylvia literally turns and gives a menacing stare to the whole crowd. <laughs> it's like, like intimidating people not to say anything. And then Maxwell breaks the glass and they kiss. And it, it sort of fades into them kissing while they are being held up on chairs during the hora, which is, you know... <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> yeah, you're on the chairs and everyone's yep. dancing around you. And it's truly um, great. It's so fun. And this this is where I was like, whoever directed this episode, this is before I knew it was Peter Mark Jacobson. I was like, I love it because the way that this um scene at the actual wedding reception is directed, it's very fluid. It's almost like you as the audience member are getting to sort of like move between all the different people and you get a glimpse of what these people are talking about and a glimpse of what's happening over here and people are kind of moving in and out of of the shot and so you really feel like this is a very sort of like vibrant moving living party um like just like you know it, it and it, it allows you to feel like time is passing even though it's only like a you know 90 second scene or something um and I have to also say that um, I what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to just, just uh, say one thing about Sean's wedding that I loved. I already told him this is that at one point his mom, who I'd never met before, came up to me and she was like, "You must be Toria." And she's like, "I knew it because you knew how to dance the hora," <laughs> <laughs> which is like you kind of like all link arms and you dance around in a circle around the bride and groom who are. Uh, being held up on chairs. And then you can even do it when they're not held up on chairs, but it's just yeah. a, a dance of celebration. And and if you don't really know how to move your feet, it can be a little confusing at first, like yeah. uh, to get into the flow. That's so funny. Uh, and then, um, so while, but then while we're in this scene and we're kind of like getting snidbits of what's happening all over this party, uh, there was these old, two old Jewish women on Fran's side where it's like, 
mm, is it me or is the chicken dry? And then she's like, well, I'd, another woman's like, well, I'd rather have that over the fishy salmon. And then Fran comes over and goes, how is everything? And they go, fabulous. <laughs> and then there's we see Yetta and Cece are dancing oh, with God. each other. <laughs> and they're dancing. And, and <laughs> this is my favorite line of the whole episode. Same. Um, Yetta sort of like like leans in and whispers, I'd be lying if I say I'm a little, I'd be lying if I didn't say I'm a little turned on. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yada, you like Yikes. sexual creature, you. Yeah. You've got a wildlife and you, you've probably been with ladies. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. No, she's just. Yeah, seems fun. Yeah. Mm. And it just, and it was just such a funny moment. She's and, very sex positive. And then we cut over and the priest and the rabbi, they're they're going back and forth and they're yelling and it's like, he's a God, he's a man, he's a God, he's a man. And Brighton kind of comes over and he's like, okay, guys, this is hardly the place for a religious debate. And then uh, one of them goes, religious? We're talking about Sinatra. (laughs) (laughs) Which I I thought was adorable. Adorable. These two men of faith are are debating about Frank Sinatra. And then- then Oh. And then the Stanley scene, right? Stanley, oh. Uncle Stanley is like, is like, he's like, everyone's making fun of me. And, and she's, it's, Sylvia's like, Sylvia's like, they're from a Sylvia's different like, culture. They're from a different culture. Like, it's fine. And he's like, no, everyone from our family, I'm leaving. And she goes, Stanley, sit down. We paid for your damn vegetarian dinner. Now eat it. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> which I related to that so much. Every, every, morsel of uneaten food I saw was like a knife in the heart. Oh. Well, you'll be happy to know I shoved cake in my mouth before I left. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Honestly, if it was like more cool to do, I would have taken some cake with me. Bro, we would have given you some cake. You should have said you wanted some. I would have given you so much friggin' cake. They should do that at weddings. They should have They should box it up. I know. I said that and no one listens to me. It's fine. I don't know. I would have voted for the voted you on the island for that. Listen, our wedding planner, I'm not going to say who she is. Mm-hmm. Not the best. It wasn't the best experience. Was she like was she like that's not how it's done? She just it wasn't the best experience. So much so that we never she kept like the hawking after us after the wedding for like, oh hey, you know, uh, don't forget to leave a review and yes. we were like, eh, mm. I don't really want to I don't want to leave a bad review, but mm-hmm. it's not going to be a good review, so we just mm. we we ghosted we ghosted our wedding planner. <laughs> we did. Oh my god. We well, you know what? Know. Still, still nicer than leaving a bad review. That's how well, I feel. I it's like, listen, don't push it cuz like we don't it's really like I don't want to like yeah, I don't want to leave a bad review. I just don't want to say anything about it. Like, it's so, fine. you know what? I know that some people, I would not do this because I'm avoidant, but some people would be like, well, you should just send her a note explaining why you didn't no. want to review her positively. And then she could learn. And I'd be like, that's I'm not gonna, BS. I'm not going to. What am I, her <laughs> no. teacher? Forget then, about it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And after that um, fun, lively Sinatra debate, we go over to where Cece is sitting alone and Niles gives her a drink and she goes, oh, I'm really not supposed to because she's obviously like still kind of in and out of this uh, sanitarium. But then she downs it and he goes, how many times have you done that tonight? And she goes, about eight. And then she's like, you know, now that Maxwell's taken, my life is over. And he's like, oh, that's not true. You have a lot to offer a man. You know, you're witty, you're sophisticated, you're beautiful. And she goes, how many drinks have you had tonight? And he goes, about 12. Dance with me. And he like takes her off off her feet. He like kind of pulls her up and starts <laughs> dancing with her. And it was just a cute moment between those two. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like at this point we've been like anxiously waiting their romance so much that like now I'm over it and I'm like, eh, I guess they're going to get together next season. Did, did you read that? Um, we had one of our listeners, I think on social media posts that like, she thinks it's so funny that every time there's a moment between them, you keep wondering if this is the moment. <laughs> no, I didn't read that. That's, you've, that been, is, you've got, you've been fatigued. You're CC Niles. Fatigued. Now, I'm, now I'm fatigued. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. Get together or don't. Get together and shit or get off the pot. You idiots. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for it. Um, and then we cut to this cute moment between Fran and Maxwell. They're dancing. And he's like, what do you say we just get out of here? And she's like, oh, but but they haven't thrown the bouquet. And he's like, darling, you do that. You're <laughs> the bride. And she's just so used to going to weddings where she's like thinking about, am I going to catch the bouquet that she like forgot at this one? I know, <laughs> she it's doesn't so have funny. To. It was so cute. And then everything was such a perfect delight in this episode, right up until about this next scene, where <laughs> we cut to them. It's Fran and Maxwell. They're on the beautiful lot, yacht. Um, mm-hmm. They're the lot. They're on the Universal City lot. They're now. on the back lot at the Universal. Yeah. yeah. They probably go there wherever I got the CBS lot, but they're on the be- a beautiful yacht. <laughs> yeah. And they're in the moonlight. And yeah. she's, they're both kind of, he's in this like, you know, kind of classy, like pajama bathrobe, and she's in this beautiful white nightgown. And, uh huh. And they're. <laughs> And they are just sort of slow dancing and kissing and everything. So far, is, so good. Yep. Yep. And yep. they're just like leading up to the moment mm-hmm. where they're finally going to consummate this relationship. Yes, sure. And he's like, oh, darling, you you look so beautiful in the moonlight. Mm-hmm. I just, she does. I'm going to go grab my camera. I just, I want to remember this forever. Mm-hmm. And he, he leaves. And then yep. she... Is like oh oh oh, and she clearly is like I, I want to look good for this. I want to look good for this. So she she like does adjusts her hair, and then she decides that she wants to kind of look seductively while sitting on the edge of the what is it like the railing, the, the railing, railing of, of the, the ship. Yeah, sits uh-huh, on the railing. That is what and, happens. And then I was like, uh oh, yeah. And she's like, she's like wobbles. She's like, oh oh oh, falls backwards. Huge <sighs> splash. Mister Shelbyville comes out and he's like, Fran, darling. And then he starts to get, and he's like, oh, darling? And then he looks out over and he's like, Miss Fine? And then we hear her kind of go, oh, so happy old. And then he 
dies into the water and there's yes. a freeze frame and it's like ominous music oh, like yeah. Whoa, what's gonna like, happen do you think there's probably like a captain of this yacht who it would just probably it would make more sense than jumping into the to dark be like help her. help yeah 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 you'd have to scream so they get out the boat and i mean it's very dangerous like, i mean i don't know man Look, I'm going to give the writers the benefit of the doubt here and say they had a beautiful ending to their series. And then some studio executive was like, yeah, you got to do one more season, though. And then they were like, okay. Yeah, I mean, yes, I think the the I would definitely, definitely, again, bet money that the writers were probably so frustrated with the studio. And we know that. We know that they yeah. did not want Fran and Mr. Sheffield to get married this early. They re- even to get together this early. And right, they wanted that to be the end. Yes. And yeah. so they had to figure out ways to keep it interesting, keep it creative. And I will say, I do know just from a little bit of what I saw, like the premiere of season six is definitely them on a deserted island <laughs> of course it is <laughs> but, of but, course so, it is. does she but, have amnesia because that was my guess was well, like oh I, does she have it forget they got married and- here's here's the only thing i'll say that i'm so bummed about and it just sucks when like studio execs you know get in the way of creative i just wanted them to have a perfect night like i really i just wanted it for the two of them and so i was genuinely disappointed from just like a, a character thing that they had to kind of go in like the goofy like uh-oh direction you mm-hmm. know yeah um yeah i mean yeah i don't know i i was bummed out i i was like i felt the same way as you i was just like this is silly they didn't have to they could have just i don't know they could have started next season with this scene and i and i think i would have been more okay you know, like if, if yeah. this, if this show ended, if this episode just ended with them going off on the honeymoon and then the next season opened with this scene and then we got the opening credits and then we come back and they're washed up on the island. I think that would have made me happier. Or what if? Yes. I, hate, I hate being a backseat driver. Like I know if I was the writers of these episodes and I heard us being like, oh, what if this Listen, that's why they don't come on here and talk to us. They all hate us. <laughs> no, but. That's not true, listeners. They just don't know about us. Um, but so, um, <laughs> it's even worse than being hated. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I, I'm sure it's very frustrating because I'm sure they were under so many, you know, random constraints. But mm-hmm. what could have been the end of this season finale is just you get us to the point where Fran is supposed to appear and she doesn't. Mm. And, and then that's the cliffhanger is like, oh, my gosh, has she, you know, has she mm-hmm. fled? Is she mm-hmm. backing out? And then we could have started next season on a wedding where it actually all worked out. Yeah. I mean, any of those things. But yeah, her falling off a boat and him like freeze framing, diving into the water. I was not expecting and was not as I I was feeling so satisfied. And then I was left feeling not satisfied. I was like, oh, okay, I guess. So much leading up to this. I loved so much. I loved 95% of this episode, like 10 out of 10, right? Yeah. 11 out of 10. Um, On that note, um, we should get into... Segmentes? Segmentes. And now, segments. Is this the last time we ever so, hear this? Segments. I don't you know. know. I think we should move on to segments. I to say we can move on to our segments. And now, segments. <laughs> segments uh, with Sean and Doria. <laughs> 
You smile. You're so smug and self-satisfied sometimes. All I think when I hear you do that is that you're smug and you're self-satisfied. <laughs> wow. Geez. Wow. Five, five, I was going to say five years in, two and a half years in, and this is five, where we are. Folks. It feels like five years, though. <laughs> all right. All right. Favorite lines and moments. Okay. Uh, you first. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, I have mostly moments. This wasn't so much lines for me this episode, although the CC, yet a, like that, that exchange is probably the best line in the whole thing. I also uh-huh. really like the Stanley sit down. We paid for your damn vegetarian dinner. Now eat it. Um, but then freezy moments, uh, or favorite moments, freezy moments. Um, <laughs> I like, I like CC showing up at the wedding and like immediately devolving. <laughs> like when she put the veil on her head, I laughed so hard. Like, <laughs> and well, just to say, um, Lauren Lane's physical comedy, like yes. she, it was impeccable because it, it, on paper, that's not necessarily the most funny thing you've ever read, but she literally almost like glides over to the aisle, grabs the bow, glides back, sidesteps over to him. And then this sort of like, it's like sneaking up, like do, 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 Yes, it's so funny. She, yeah, she's great. Underappreciated actress uh, of our times, I think. Um, So yeah, I mean, that was, that that was mostly, oh, and the, and God, it feels like a whole different episode, but the seat, the uh, Sylvia letter uh, to Fran and the little, little, little girlfriend saying goodnight ma i really 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 that was one of my favorite maybe my favorite moments in the whole series i thought that was that and the sarah scene in the last episode i thought are like two of my favorite moments in the entire Mm -hmm. i love that moment where Fran's we see her as a little girl i loved when mr sheffield is saying all the things he loves about fran and then in terms of favorite lines you just you said a few of mine like the screaming about the damn vegetarian dinner sylvia and Cece, and then the only other thing that we haven't talked about is at the very beginning of the episode, um, you know, Fran and Mr. Sheffield like are like, oh, we maybe we should just do it now. Like we're so hot for each other, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, well, you can't see me 24 hours before the wedding and we only have two minutes. I got to get out of here. And then Sylvia, I know he's like, I think I can do it in two minutes. And Sylvia comes in and she's like, come on. And she's like, there's only one man who could satisfy. Wait, I have to start over. She's there's only one man who can satisfy a woman in two minutes. Colonel <laughs> Sanders. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, uh, I just loved it <laughs> and also that it was kind of weird that she pops in and knows exactly what's going on <laughs> <laughs> she's so funny i know uh um, she really is she's really so funny that lady i know okay also it's so funny i literally i just said the line and kyle just came in the office for a second and even he was laughing <laughs> um it's good so, man it's a good line it's um, a good line hey it's a good line <laughs> and suddenly we're here no, with no, the no, no 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 it's a good line <laughs> Remember, remember we already established in a previous season i can't do the god <laughs> yeah remember but, i'm like that's oh, not what it is why do you do that <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're choking right? <laughs> oh. um all right now yiddish there was i don't think hmm. there was any yiddish specifically but i wrote but there was a lot of very jewy stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was all. Listen, they didn't have to do Yiddish because it was hella Jewed up. Yes, we had a rabbi. We yes. had 
uh, singing a, a blessing. We had the Hora, we had Havanagila. And also the Hora might sound very strange. I realize if you've never heard of it because mm -hmm. it, it does have the word whore in the pronunciation, but it is, it's like H-O-R-A. It is celebratory dance. And then Havanagila yes. is a song that people sing often during, like, you know, during all of that. There's two mm -hmm. different so then uh -huh. <laughs> that's Jew Corner for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> then Nanny Trivia. Yeah. Okay. So I already I already <laughs> blew it. I already said this, but I, you I blew will it. I will call some credit where credit's due. In terms okay. of the I Love Lucy Dream sequence, which yes. is so cute, which we talked about. Um we we I was alerted to that from listener La Petite Sparks, mm -hmm. who often you know sends really really interesting tidbits. Yes, um, so I, almost always. Know, yes, so so I will just say that the trivia this week was that there is an I Love Lucy dream sequence that no longer airs when yes. when the nanny airs in syndication, but you can find it on YouTube, and it is I just really think everyone should go watch it. So cute. Um, and then yeah. the Franners, CC or the whoever season mm -hmm. five. And I guess since it's, I guess it can be this episode or it can be this season. <gasps> Man, that's like too much possibilities. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, hmm. I, I feel mean, like you're the Fran. I guess I'm the Fran. I think. Yeah. I was just going to say, I, I think I'm the Fran in this. Like I, Yeah. I think You're I'm a, a classless, I'm a classless piece of garbage. Gar who and, was you married. and I married a perfect human being. Mm -hmm. And I was terrified that uh, the people in her life, including herself would uh, never fully accept me uh, because I'm a garbage person inside. Um, and I almost ran away, but then it turned out that, uh, that, that they do in fact love me. And then I fell off a boat. <laughs> I was going to say, yes, because you fell off a boat yeah. and were missing for several weeks. You and Liz were missing for several weeks after your wedding. You're all so worried. It was fun. <laughs> we made a game out of it. It was fun. Uh, I feel like, you know, I do. I Maybe it's just I've been empathizing and loving Cece so much recently. Um in that I just don't know why. I mean, I'm also like, I live with my partner. I've been with them quite a while, yeah. but, but I don't know. There's something about that CC energy, that the big, desperation, the sad that, desperation, that big Babcock energy that I just, <laughs> I just, you know, I get her energy. sort of, <laughs> you know, she's just sort of like, like her own worst enemy sometimes gets in her own way. Like, you know, is a big softy, but sometimes just like screws it up because of her own defense mechanisms. I just sort of, I sort of get it. Toria, is that our first show t-shirt? <laughs> big Babcock energy. Big Babcock energy. <laughs> oh Can that God. be our first show shirt? Yes. Let's just design it. Yeah. Well, season let's five? Yes, we will design it. All right, listeners, I'm making it official. I will design a big, Babcock energy t-shirt and I'll put it up on like threadless or something and we'll and we're we'll gonna need we're gonna need a like we're gonna need to choose the image of 
CC that we use. And the only thing is, I don't think you're legally allowed to do it, but it's okay. Whatever. We're just going to, people do it all the time. Uh, yeah. Like, like what? I'll put it on Etsy or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. We'll get it all figured out, people. Or if you're a listener who is a great artist and you want to do an artist's rendition of CC, uh, then we can use that on the shirt and uh, we'll uh, give you part of the profit or something. I don't know. We'll figure it I out. Kind of, I'm sure this, this will blow up on gay Twitter very hard. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I think it would be great if we could get a, uh, if we could get this. I'm going to, I'm going to design the shirt. I, I think it's a really funny idea. I think it's so fun. Listeners um, send in your favorite big Babcock energy images and, uh, and maybe we'll do it that way. If you guys. Yeah. And if stuff. you guys want one, maybe like we'll print a couple for ourselves. We'll share it on social media. And if you guys want one, we'll get them printed and we can send them to you. Yeah. We would do that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think I could just put it up on like Threadless or something, and then we can all just order it for us. Hey, why don't, why don't you shut up with your ideas? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, listen, uh -huh. on that note, uh, if you're wondering how to interact with us after we just uh, gave you all these uh, action points, uh, you should reach out to us on social media, Instagram and the other place at oh Mr. Chef Pod. We are also on Gmail at oh Mr. Sheffield Podcast at gmail.com. You can reach out to us there. Um, you can also send a carrier pigeon to our house. Mm. My address is uh, 4110 uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lemon Tree Lane, um, Carlsbad, California, 90078. Okay. Uh, uh, and then uh, last but not least, have a good week, everyone. Have a good week. And thank you so much for sticking with us. So for five whole seasons, that I is know. insane. It is insane to me that we have people who listen every single week. And it's been week after week for over 100 episodes. So we, this, it, we do it because we love interacting with you. We love being here with you. And so, you know, thank you. And yeah. Good night. Yeah, it's, it's no, truly, it, this, it's crazy that we've gotten through five seasons of this and that we continue, our, our audience continues to grow, like people are interested. Mm -hmm. It's pretty crazy. Uh, so yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for interacting with us. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, unlike some other podcasts, uh, you, know, you don't have to, don't stress too much because there's not going to be a hiatus. We're going to be back next week with season six, episode mm -hmm. one. So be there or be square. Triangle. Mm, okay. Oh. Goodbye. Goodbye. The girl from Flushing. The nanny named Fran. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. Uh, uh, Miss Fine. <laughs> <laughs>